0: jennifer
1: hi richard
0: how are you what's going on
1: i am doing very well right now
0: very good um i'm glad to hear that that's very good i mean you know people are out there freaking out uh pandemically speaking as we know and i'm sure you get a lot of clients that are just in a blue panic
1: yeah well it doesn't help because i'm that's another thing that I've noticed like my anxiety, if I, cause I don't have anxiety, but if I start feeling anxiety, I start doing my checks. Like where is this coming from? It's really the pulse of the planet right now. Unfortunately, there's a lot of uncertainty. I've always said for a long time now, something's going to, you know, whatever we just have to, we don't have anything in our control.
0: Let me just put that, that little button on there because something's about anyway. Um, Yes. Well, there's okay, that.
1: So I just feel, I just feel yeah. that there's something that's going to happen around the 4th and then the 6th of February. I have since June okay. and I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, since last June. So those dates stood out to me like almost, I'm like, ah, and I kept looking when I got closer. I'm like, ah, and, I'm like, and then even last week of that, oh, it just means that everything's opening up. Right.
0: That very well could be. And, you I know, never, for, for those tuning in... I uh,
1: feel you, like it's dealing with politics, unfortunately.
0: Well, it could be. But, you know, for those tuning in, Jennifer and I have this ongoing discussion about the future. and
1: Which Richard <laughs> like.
0: Well, it's not that I don't like it. I, do, I always like to cite the people on the flip side who said to me, well, there are likely outcomes. And people like Jennifer have a better shot and a better sense because their filters are off to access likely outcomes that's but because we all have free will then things that might occur might not occur because we change our mind like nah i'm not going to go blow up that building today or you know i you know i decided i'm going to put this gun down i'm going to do something different and we have we're allowed to do that free will so free will screws up the future that's <laughs> the simplest way of putting it however you know we do have a friend who can assist us with this. And if she doesn't mind, let me ring her bell. Ling, 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 ling. Do I have a bell here?
1: Yes. Can you explain who Luana is? Luana. Those that are listening. Anders,
0: my pal who passed away in 1996. Um, somebody I met, we were together for 20 years and she was quite an unusual cat, very cool person. Anyway. After she passed away, she started coming to visit me. And at first I thought, okay, you're dreaming that that's, you're making that up. That's projection until she started showing me new information and then started showing up to members of my family. Okay. Get the point. And then ultimately took me down this path where eventually led to me finding Jennifer who then said, Hey, there's your friend Luana's here. And the three of us can have a conversation. So that's what Jennifer and I do on a weekly basis. It's very unusual. We've been doing it for six years. Thank you that's- on behalf of the planet. Um, but-
1: I've, been in my, I've been in my office going on eight years this month.
0: Wow it's hard to believe it's so weird because usually i'd get in my car and drive down to jennifer's office or we go to a restaurant and we talk and there's a noisy crowd around and
1: I know, a lot of people are very happy
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is quieter no i agree
1: i just, just miss our lunches though
0: uh, yeah and uh, you know the stuff we can say off camera that we don't say on camera but that being said this is a process and the reason that we're sharing it is not to demonstrate that Jennifer's the only person on the planet who can talk to the flip side or Rich is the only guy who's done thousands or hundreds of sessions with people under hypnotherapy, talking to them about the flip side and studied thousands. No, neither one of us, anybody, if they want to can access their loved ones on the other side. And we're just demonstrating how simple that process is, right? Correct. Something like that. The so,
1: whole, whole reason why we started this was to help people be able to talk to their loved ones on the other side.
0: Absolutely. And thanks to you. I try to, I tell people, look, you can talk to people on the other side through hypnotherapy because you're imagining and hearing that with a hypnotherapist helping you. You can talk to people on the other side through guided meditation, doing it on your own with somebody guiding you or with a medium like Jennifer, who's really good at what they do. And that just is a shortcut. It's like having a remote control and saying, oh, I want to talk to Larry or I want to call my mom. Or I want to talk to my dad. You know, people spend a lot of time wondering. Well, is this true? Is it real? You know, is this really them talking to me? And you just have to do it over a, a period of, of times. You have to ask a lot of questions. And what we learned is that uh, when they answer before you can ask the question, then you right. know you've made a connection.
1: And and as well as you've got to give them time to show up. Like to because it's not about them showing up. They're already there. What it is, it's about um, it's actually about your awareness being able to receive it. So they're always there. Remember that. But it's just about you getting comfortable, just like you said, getting comfortable enough to where when you see a sign, you don't doubt it. I mean, I was out in the middle of the ocean and I asked for a sign from Wayne Dyer and two butterflies came up. In the middle middle of the the
0: ocean, wow! A
1: mile off, it was a mile away from shore. We were on a yacht, and two butterflies came up. And you know me, I'm like, I don't believe it. (laughs) And then I said, give me another sign. Within minutes, a school of dolphins came, you know, just right up to our boat. And you know my friend, Michelle, she's like, now do you believe it? <laughs> I'm the biggest skeptic and everybody knows it. I'm the biggest skeptic of this work. Even when it comes to the other side, I don't even want to believe that they're telling me the truth at the time when they've never lied. No one's ever lied from the other side. They're not allowed to do that. My interpretation might be wrong or it might be thinking that I'm talking to one spirit and another spirit might be projecting their thoughts to me. So that could be mixed up. But no one's ever come and fully just, dis- i don't think it exists they don't do that over there
0: well and this is what i wanted to talk to luana about today i thought this might be a time for us to just talk a little bit about the process which is an unusual construct the fact that we can converse with somebody on the other side well i was going to say in our talking to luana uh, i found we've heard this consistently and repeatedly from people that we're talking to on the other side, whoever it is, we ask them, so how is it you're able to converse with us? And they'll say, Luana. And so let's talk to Luana a little bit, if you don't mind. Lou, do you have somebody on your clipboard that you'd need for us to speak to before we talk to you? Because I wanted to ask you about the process.
1: And again, there's nothing on my clipboard, just her name. Um, I put her
0: name on there, Luana.
1: Luana um okay she said just you so <laughs> anybody you want us to talk to <laughs> she goes yeah just you um okay hold on the process is so imperative to also seeing oh, wow much more so when you open up i believe okay thank you when you open up you your awareness doesn't just go to them. Your awareness starts then to being more open to to people that are close to you, people that are far, like everything starts getting a little bit closer, not claustrophobic, but a little bit closer. The whole world seems a little bit closer when you start, when your awareness opens up. Um, And then, okay, thank you. And then in return, you have more compassion for others like there's a, there's a compassion component.
0: That's you the benefit know. of it. Well, yeah. let me ask you, Lou, yeah. let me ask you a little bit about that. I mean, just, I'm going to, because I knew so much about you and your life. And last week we had a brief conversation about your dad and what, what that was like, your experience with him. But what we didn't talk about, and sometimes we've touched upon it in the research, because you bring it up, Lou, but that idea that you were a Buddhist for, most, well, most of your life, 20, 30 years, you actually appeared in the movie, The Last Detail, playing yourself as a Buddhist, uh, doing a chant with uh, Randy Quaid.
1: She's just showing me like pamphlets. She told everybody about, like she, that's, that was her thing. That
0: said. was her thing. And, and she said it very clearly that, and she says it in the forward to uh, our book, Backstage Pass, that chanting, which was part of her SGI, Uh, version or you know NSA Nichiren Shoshu Buddhism not to get too esoteric into it but they do chant this phrase Om no sorry Tibetans chant Om Manipadmi Om the uh, Nichiren's chant Nam Yoho Renge Kyo it literally means the same thing as far as I can tell praise to the knowledge about Buddha's work and the Lotus Sutra etc but without diving so deep into that Let's just talk about that vibration, Lou, because you chanted every day. I know you used to chant. You very, you got very anxious about going to parties and being in public. And whenever you would, ch- you would chant on the way to the party, and then I'd leave you alone for ten minutes and come back, and people would be sobbing and pouring their hearts out to you.
1: She was, she was either you would either chant or she goes or smoke a doobie.
0: <laughs> but my question is,
1: not, I'm not saying she did, but that she says that it's the equal it you get to a point where you don't need the other stuff.
0: Right, and I'm, I mean, yes. And what her reference, I mean, before I knew her, a and lot of her friends. No, Maybe. but I mean, it's not that we didn't, didn't but know. that was part of her journey before she met me. And let's say while I knew her, you know, she had a very, uh, with the alcohol, whatever it is to get your mind off the fact that, oh my God, I'm in public. But my point is, let's just talk about the frequency or the vibration of a human doing a chanting or doing something that allows them to get outside themselves and connect to the other side
1: so the chanting she just showed me like wow again someday we'll have a, a little video, a little
0: camera <laughs> she, showed mine.
1: she showed me everybody like sitting across like if you picture a buddhist right
0: yeah um, yoga position whatever
1: hundreds of them in different places and that when they chant, it goes up to like a central, I almost called it a central back. It goes up to a central frequency, is that right? Or cosmic frequency that then tethers to everybody else's chanting.
0: So can you see it from where you are, Lou? Can you see that vibrational frequency? she,
1: She says she feels it.
0: So you can feel it. When I was on Mount Kailash with Robert Thurman, he was doing a fire puja, something very esoteric. But you say these prayers so that the safety of the journey that goes around this mountain, people die all the time up there. And while I closed my eyes, listening to him chanting in Tibetan, I suddenly saw like a shaft of light coming up out of the fire. But in my mind's eye, twisting like a tornado into the sky, a bright white light. Is that what you're talking about, Lou? Is it something like that? Like a tornado or a vortex of energy that goes-
1: a Vortex, hold on. That's interesting. She says it's a different dimension and it comes back to you. And I'm like, so it's like a mirror or it's like a, you know, cause it hits it and it comes back. And she says it comes back with more strength. Like a loop. We're there, she goes, so you, she goes, hold on. She should just show me an infant. Give me a second. It's like having a baby and calming it down when it's upset. So if you go into chanting to calm yourself down, that's what that, that's what it's not a vortex, but that dimension does and it comes back.
0: Like a loop, like a a recurring or the figure eight, it goes out and then it comes back to you. Something like that?
1: Only if you are open to receive it. Ah. A lot of times. You can chant all day long, but that's just going to smack you in the face and go nowhere.
0: Well, the same with prayer, chanting and prayer, same thing. Right. Intention. um, Meditation is prayer where you're thinking, I want to help somebody. I want to heal somebody. And being open to receiving whatever that is uh, that comes back. But I want to hear from your point of view, Lou. So when somebody in our class comes to you. Let's say, and we're, we've invited them, and they're on the guest list, quote unquote, and they're sitting in the chair, and they say that you're helping them communicate with us. What is it you're doing?
1: I'm adjusting their frequency to connect.
0: To connect, adjusting their free. And how could you okay. turn up a? I'm so sorry. You, could you turn up a little bit, Jennifer? Your 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 volume's a little low. My volume's a little your low. Volume's a little low. I can. Uh, you're kind of. No, it's
1: a, at, it's at. The, high the, the highest
0: okay that must okay. be me my ears are low <laughs> sorry
1: your ears are, your ears are low um, go ahead I, she's gonna have to tell me again hold on oh it's like having a voice so when when you and I leave the planet our voices stay the same she adjusts it so I can hear it cool yeah, it's kind of like how you said you're like can you turn it up
0: So is that what you're doing, Lou? Are you adjusting the volume or or the frequency? Or how does that work? All of it. So let me just clarify, Luana, you're aware of Jennifer's frequency, let's just say, whatever her cell phone number is. And so when somebody wants to communicate with Jennifer directly, and this is not in all cases, but when we do this class, somebody sits down and they express to you a thought, an image, and you help them generate of, of something that Jennifer could understand, like a visual.
1: She, she helps him with, it's so funny because my dad showed up and he's like, with the help of me, because he knows me better than anybody else. Oh, good and point. Then, and then she, I know, I still would rather have you down here. <laughs> my sister Heather has COVID. And so, and she's really, she's really sick, but she's gonna be okay. But I was worried sick over her and he just reassured me I wasn't thinking it. And that goes to another thing. She, he just gave me the feelings I have for my sister. And he just, he said, she's going to be okay. Um,
0: thank you, Jim. It's always good to hear from you, my friend.
1: I love my little, I love all my siblings. I can't believe I'm saying that out loud. (laughs) Um, so my dad's so funny. He's like, he helps them show me pictures that I'm going to recognize.
0: Brilliant. Like a face or a person.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then like um, last
0: week, when we were talking to Dick Lindheim, I was calling him Richard and you said, I'm seeing Dick Clark. And the reason was, is because eventually we realized he was trying to get you to call him Dick. Yeah. I was because I was using, you know, his his formal name, but yeah, he went by Dick Lindheim. So it was like the image popped in. They, he gave you or Dick Clark did or Luana did gave you that image. You see? Yep. So. Go on. So I, can I ask you some.
1: Okay. That's what they're saying too. You don't have to have somebody that, you know, on the other side to help you. You come in here locked and loaded with a full team that helps you.
0: Right. And you, you mentioned earlier about miscommunication. Is it, is that sometimes, so let's say you don't have a Luana or you don't have Jim they're assisting. And so a loved one has passed away and now they go to their loved one back on the planet and they want to express something and they're, fear. They are afraid that, you know, they show up in the middle of the night, you know, because it's easier, the energy, there's not so much of a cacophony of noise and frequency. And so they get scared. So how can we help people to communicate with people who've frightened them? Let's say somebody whose relative passed away, what would be a a way to sort of smooth that conversation over?
1: By asking them to come quietly they're not scared so however that like like so quietly and i know what you're talking about like if they did something to them on earth and they're now on the other side is that what you're talking about well
0: even so i mean people say it all the time like i really wanted to talk to my father or my brother my sister whatever and then i felt them in the room but it was a dark scary you know a a hulking creature in the back you know it's like because they're not seeing them clearly and that's because of the frequency and et cetera, et cetera. And there's no light over there that they can turn on the light.
1: Well, not just that. So in the dark, um, so if like, if there's a light behind me, if there's a light behind me, it's going to look dark. My hand will look dark.
0: Right. You've mentioned this before.
1: And that used to scare the crap out of me. Like growing up, you need the light, right. Like either way at nighttime. Right. Seeing a
0: figure in a shadowy figure hulking (laughs) over your bed.
1: But a shadowy figure doesn't mean it's gray or it's bad. It's just that people don't see their faces. Right. I see faces, but they're just, they're, they're energy. It's not.
0: So what would be a way to, to help with that? Is there a way that we can ask them to, to adjust the light in some way or to turn sideways or?
1: There's a way to ask them to, and this is another fight. Thank you. You can ask them to show up in your mind's eye. That's what happens afterwards. Once I see them, then you know, I don't talk to anybody at nighttime because I don't want to know who it belongs to. And I can put myself into complete panic attack. <laughs> Um, But you can ask, if you feel that it's a loved one, that means they're giving you signals um, frequency-wise that it's them. So you could say, okay, don't scare me. But the second you say, scare me, your mind overrules anything that's true. And you got to understand too, again, we've mentioned this before, your mind was there to protect you when you were, you were running from tigers, right? It's supposed to say, alert, alert, you know, now it's still trying to protect you in different ways. And so whatever your mind thinks, if you think it's too scary, then it's, then they're going to, the universe will let you have that. They can't come in, but what they can do is you can say, please come in with feelings or come into, you know, here, well- which they'll give you a picture. Well,
0: one example would be, I mean, Dr. Wamba and her research, we've talked about her, the hypnotherapist. Um, Dr. Wamba, a clinical psychologist, was talking about this in her book, Reliving Past Lives. And she was saying that her idea was the right brain got all the information, whether it was scary or not, and the left brain is the hypervigilant guardian that keeps you alive, like you were saying, runs from tigers, and that blocks most of that information out it's like a a filter absolutely so so and we taught what we're doing here is bypassing the filters jennifer doesn't have them i'm asking her to bypass them but one other way to do it and luana i want your advice on this which is if you take out a photograph of your loved one you aren't afraid of that you can't be you took That's it right. That's and true. just focus on the photograph and them being happy or whatever that was, the moment it was, because they that moment exists in time outside of your conscious awareness, but the time the photograph is taken, it's like a portal into that and you just focus on that. And now in that guise, in that construct of them in the photograph, you ask them to appear there in your mind's eye, but as that person. So you're not thinking of them as the person who you saw dying or, you know, yeah. turning into a skeleton on a bed. You're thinking of them, you know, when they were young and happy or whatever. And now you start to ask them simple questions. Is this you? Are you how are you doing? Et cetera, et cetera. Right.
1: And there's another thing that I've in the thousands and thousands of readings that I've given, literally, um, and I'm saying this in the context of what I've researched myself, is Guilt is probably the number one thing that will keep you from your loved one. They're always there, but your guilt will also is it's also a filter.
0: Interesting.
1: It blocks you. Yeah, it blocks you. So fear, like we've talked about, guilt. Um, So and everybody that I have seen from the other side rarely. I can name on one hand out of thousands, they all say guilt at this stage is usually just a waste of energy. It's so when you could be getting on with your life and getting through it, because by the time that they want to talk to the other side, they're so guilt ridden that they're paralyzed.
0: Hmm. Well, that also that thing of, you know, people have said to me, So you're saying that I can actually speak to my grandmother or my mother or my father. And, and then in their mind, they're thinking, you mean I've wasted 20 years not talking to them or I buried them and I put them away and I put them aside. And and then I start telling jokes about them. And I, I said, you're telling me that all this time that I've been dismissing that now it was a waste. And of course it is, it isn't. You are the path you're on.
1: This is the difference. They were still there. That's right. and one of you know our one of the guys that um that was a known atheist said that it was too painful
0: that's what harry dean stan
1: harry dean it was just too painful to realize all the death that was around him
0: yes good point and and harry for, for
1: there is no wrong answer to that there's nothing you're not what you did for 20 years is not wrong there is no right or wrong with that it just,
0: I'm just that guilt part of it you know suddenly realizing oh shoot yeah
1: okay, that part yes
0: yeah but, but you know just to for clarify who harry dean stanton is for those of who are tuning in for the first time or even the second time uh harry dean was an actor of good friend of Luana's, and when he and i knew him uh you know pretty well we hung out a few times
1: i mean fred astaire dancing
0: that's well he probably is like Fred Astaire on the flip side but Harry Dean was a character actor he's from Pretty in Pink and no
1: I think they're just giving me the name Fred
0: okay but the point is is that Harry Dean came through to us clear as a bell a week after he passed and a week before his memorial service and I wanted to ask so what do you want me to say at your memorial and he said tell people to believe in the afterlife which I laugh because his memorial service all of his friends are atheists and all skeptics i said look harry no one's going to believe i spoke to you and so he said tell them to believe in the possibility of an afterlife so then they won't waste any more of their life arguing about it like i did which is great advice but that idea of opening yourself up to the possibility allows for this frequencies to be able to come forward it's like your relatives have been knocking on your door since they passed over and every time they've knocked they get no response after a while that gets boring like enough already and i'll come back and visit you when you finally realize
1: my dad literally just showed me going like this
0: (laughs) knocking on heads
1: because i tend to not believe my dad's around unless we're in class it's the weirdest effing thing
0: that's beautiful so lou speaking of this class so, and, and we've talked to people about this class. We've talked about, you know, you being able to access uh, somebody again, you know, was complaining there's too many celebrities in your class. And I think to myself, well, that's not my fault. It's not Jennifer's fault. It's Luana's fault. You're the one who was in 300 TV shows and 30 movies. You're the person who worked with Brando and Nicholson and all these other people. And so they come to see you. They're not coming to see us. But we do ask you to help us talk to them. So what's it like for you when somebody shows up and recognizes you, Lou, from they knew you before, they knew you in life, and then they see you for the first time and they're like, Luana? What's that like?
1: She says that, that's funny. (laughs) She just showed me them coming up and saying to her, you were right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hold on a second. About the other side with the Buddha, like how Buddhists believe. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: that idea of, of, you know, whatever, it's that loop of sending out love or sending out compassion to other right. people and it comes back to you.
1: And that it wasn't scary, that it's not scary. Thank you. She said there was a lot of, of your friends that were afraid to go over there, right? And her
0: friends, of sure, of course, everybody, you know, I mean, come on, it's the history of the planet being afraid of the, the axe, the guillotine, the thing, you know, what's going to do us in. And when you start to look at it from a stage point of view, like, I hope I don't get hurt while I'm performing this task. As we talked to Joe Rantz when he said, you know, his the car went over the cliff and before the car hit the water, he felt his loved ones pull him out of the car. So his conscious his body didn't feel that pain. So it's like the guillotine's coming down and you're not gonna feel it.
1: Nine but- out of ten times it doesn't. And by the way, like I had a really bad accident where I, you know, went over my handlebars on my bike going 17 miles an hour in a triathlon. I didn't feel a freaking thing. I cracked eight bones in my orbital. Wow. And saw the blood. And I'm like, okay, this is bad, but only one person has passed me. Like you go, you go into shock anyway. So my experience with that was, you know, is I, I'm not discounting that. I've nine out of 10 times when I see people that, you know, when people come over and they, you know, might've hung themselves, shot themselves, um, gone off a cliff, whatever it is, they don't feel it until afterwards. Cause they're usually the people that leave the planet early to their own accord, get pissed off at themselves. They're like, Oh, how did I do that? Why did I do that?
0: Well, that idea of thinking you're going to end it all, and you just walked off stage and onto another stage, let's say, and nothing's ended. And it's like, wait a minute, did I just screw up to what I was doing in the other stage? Um, But I I did want to ask Luana some specific questions we've never asked her. Okay. And um, I want to ask about your counsel. We've we've talked, or your guide. We've talked about your parents and your family and people we've met. On the flip side, but your your guide, if you want to bring your guide, can your guide come and talk to us, or is that? Hold that's on. Not, go
1: ahead. There was. You didn't
0: give that to
1: me. She showed me some she showed me you and her have a very similar guide and it's an like it's a um I don't know I saw white buffalo a white buffalo it represents an Indian, like it represents I know
0: what that represents do you okay. know do you know no, what a white buffalo know. is yeah okay in the no, Sioux in the Sioux tribe that is a, a deity you know the original white buffalo it's tatanka whatever it is
1: and there's something significant about three feathers
0: okay um yeah each feather represents a victory over something so Lou were you are, in a previous lifetime were you a Native American were you a Sioux or did we know each other then
1: you guys knew each other then
0: and were you were were we fighting each were, other
1: it was when you drank yourself to death, or you drank. The, okay
0: that is correct yeah and, and people who have read the book flip side
1: I, she just showed me you drunk by a creek so I didn't oh, know if that okay. was Okay.
0: Well, uh, listen, uh, let me she just She
1: died. She said she died before.
0: Oh, wow. And how, what was our relationship in that lifetime? Were we brothers, sisters, mothers, whatever?
1: She says we were together and I died.
0: Were you were we married?
1: She died in childbirth.
0: Ah. Okay. And was I the father or was that or are we just friends?
1: um stop it let I'm me I'm asking <laughs> I know but I she's giving me a bunch of information. go ahead
0: I'm sorry go ahead I'm curious I'm like what
1: <laughs> okay
0: cool died in childbirth okay focus on that a little bit that was
1: part that was it was your child too so wow. she died in childbirth you and then the child went and was raised by her sisters she has a, she had like three sisters she had two sisters her oldest sister you were the youngest of three and then she died when she was 18 of childbirth, at childbirth. during childbirth okay and then um she says that it carried on into this lifetime i
0: understand i understand what she's saying
1: okay and then she said that um it ultimately killed you as well
0: um yes on a on some level i mean the what i'm and if we're talking about the same memory that i had uh which jennifer's not i mean she's aware of it but not you know the way i am I uh, remembered being uh, a, a Sioux medicine man. And I remember my name was uh, Watanka. And I found a, a Sioux historian who said, well, you know, Wakantanka means the great spirit. And that's what they called their medicine men. I also described how I was dressed. He said, well, that, that's what they would have been wearing. I do remember my wife, you know, must have been, an, you know, they had more than one wife, hmm. but, uh, but another wife who, had been murdered by a during a war with the Huron. And, you know, it was confusing. Aha,
1: that was a three. Okay. Well, was-
0: the confusing part was. Sioux and the Huron Huron in upstate New York and so I even when I remembered it I thought well this has got to be crazy but then I found out that the Sioux and the Huron Iroquois fought on in uh, Wisconsin for 60 years on a place that I had been to and I met this historian who said well you're standing in this spot where they fought so but at the end of that life as I recalled it I was having this my first uh past life regression and at the time I was thinking I this can't be real but I'm I'm going to say what I'm seeing. And I was drunk out of my mind, drunk. I was carrying a bottle of whiskey, That's empty. I yeah. And I walked into a, a river, a creek. You saw I a creek? Saw but,
1: walking, I saw you walking into a creek. So
0: I walked into the river because I, and, and the hypnotherapist, Jimmy Quast, Marilyn said, oh, I'm so sorry. And I said, no, don't be sorry. I lost everyone, I lost my family, I lost my religion, I lost my people, I'm a shell of a human, I just wanna go home, and that's the way I put it, I just wanna go home, and when I said it aloud, it was like, what the heck am I talking about? But home was back there, and during the journey home, I did see, I, and I forgot to say, I mean, I went to my teepee during this memory And I'd never felt a teepee before, but I can now feel that, you know, feel of raw leather in my hand. And there was a woman, her throat had been cut. And I said, my wife has been killed and my son has been taken. But I had this overwhelming sorrow that unlike anything I've ever experienced in this life. And I remember thinking to myself during the session, if I'm making this up, why would I experience something so traumatic Feed, allow myself to feel this but right. I, anyway so what luana is saying which uh, is new information to me that we shared that lifetime and that she was either one of my wives or the previous wife and that had died in that era because you're
1: fact, so she's saying don't you find it interesting this lifetime she couldn't bear children or she didn't want? that's anything. true that's she right Bear children and that's all you wanted and your love for well her. we talked
0: about that a lot it was like well how are we going to do this you
1: how are you this? so but that's what and, she and the
0: plan. what we came up with was that i would get married have kids and she'd live next door that's that was our plan yeah.
1: she loved you that much to but, do that like that to was agree true.
0: with it yeah and, and she, she does
1: got, she but, also knew she could go once you had sherry
0: yeah um, they they got to meet and and she was she did say to me you know marry her she's an angel So that's, uh, listen, I'm, you know, people aren't aware of my story and I'm not, I'm not trying to make this about me. And, but Luana, I did, I did have not asked you these questions and uh, Jennifer and I've been doing this for so long and she's been helping us for so long. It's the least we can do. So Lou, can you walk us into your council and visit with your council for a minute and just show us how many people are in this room?
1: (laughs) Sorry, I don't mean to laugh so much. She just like, come on, let's go. And as she's taking me through, there's like a big disco like ball and everybody's <laughs> dancing and, you know, I'm like, this isn't a council. I'm like fighting with her about this isn't a council. She goes, it's my council.
0: <laughs> so let's, but is there yeah. somebody that can come yeah, forward? we're going
1: past that, we're going past that. Give me a second, that was so cool. Wow, hold on, I know. Socrates.
0: So how many people in this in, in your council that we can speak with, Lou? Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. Hold on. I'm trying to figure out her council when she was here or her council, because there's 60 people. OK, She's that's been.
0: fine. That's normal. That happens. But Lou, there's a primary group that would like to talk to us that are that that's suggested this to me last Is- night
1: it's the 12
0: it's 12. 12 okay 12 is fine and but let- no it's
1: the 12 so and she's showing me in reference to something that you have mentioned before like a council that's giving you information
0: okay that's fine and we uh, you know i have talked to quite a few councils but this is why i wanted to ask you this lou if you don't mind Could we go to the person on the, are they in a circle? Are they in a line or how are they arrayed in front of you, these 12? They're
1: just a bunch of lights.
0: Bunch of lights, okay. Let's go to the the person on the far left, the first person in this row. And first I wanna say thank you for allowing us to come and talk to you. Is it okay if I speak with you or ask you a couple of questions?
1: You've been waiting, yes.
0: All right very good would you present yourself not as a light well because it makes it easier but as a male or female for jennifer just so we a female and about how old does she look she
1: looks close to 50.
0: okay and uh is a name that we can use or a letter
1: listeners out there i turned 50 this year so that's not a bad thing don't think of somebody i even as i'm saying it she looks 50. Like, that's so old. So I'm like, oh shit. <laughs>
0: do How about a name or a letter we can use to address you? A
1: for Ariana a. or something like for that.
0: Ariana. Okay, very good. What do you represent on Luana's council? What's the quality that you represent?
1: altruism like altruism thank
0: you that's very good and something that luana was really all about and let me ask you how do you think luana's doing
1: (laughs) she just showed me like she's done like way beyond and above
0: very good and miss a are you familiar with what we're doing jennifer and i yes is it a good thing or what what do you what's your opinion about it
1: I think if it helps people understand not to have fear, then it serves its purpose.
0: Thank you. And how many councils do you sit on besides Luana's?
1: Hmm. She sits on mine. I have seen her before. That was so weird. Huh. Um. That didn't answer your question. Give me a second. She just showed me me in my mind's eye. She's like, I said on your council.
0: Okay. Um, That's two. (laughs) Well, no wonder you thousands. Thousands. And and may I say, and Miss A, correct me if I'm wrong.
1: It's almost like she represents altruism. She represents the kindness and the heart's
0: altruism throughout all the people that that are part of. Okay yeah altruistic behavior is very indicative of compassion of having of focused on compassion mm-hmm. so but it's a very specific term and so i now is correct me if i'm wrong miss a is this why jennifer and luana can have this kind of communication so easily because of your participation because you guys know each other
1: Yes. And because we charted it coming here with, you know, through you.
0: Okay. And what would be something that you want to, you want us to impart to somebody listening in to this broadcast, this podcast? What can we tell people about altruism or about how they should behave or what they need to focus on?
1: Always know that we are working for you and not against you. If it doesn't feel right, that is not our energy.
0: If it doesn't feel right, it's not their energy.
1: It's usually your mind. Okay, Miss A, can you
0: introduce us to the person on your left? Then she, is was it, one,
1: she was the one that was okay. So I was looking at her that well, way.
0: just next to her. Who's who's okay. next to her? Okay. That's okay. Sorry. We won't go through all 12 because yeah. you know
1: I'm trying to organize all the spirits. Okay.
0: <laughs> so is that a male or female or something else?
1: It's a future, it's a council member that deals with the future. A council member that goes to the future. Very good. Which is funny over there because it's just for us in the cons- in what our brains. Construct of our digest.
0: brain. May I ask for a name or a letter? E. E. Is it okay to ask you a few questions? Is this more male or female? More male. More male. Mr. E. Mystery. Mr. E, can we ask you some questions about, how do you think Luana's doing?
1: She's very disciplined.
0: Refocused. Very what do and you represent?
1: Way, and she's paving the way for others to follow. Thank you. On both sides, here and there. and wow. she's, and. Interesting. Energy. So E represents energy that gets broadcasted.
0: Okay, like the frequencies. Yes. Can you talk about that a little bit, Mr. E? Would it be
1: yeah, like a science project?
0: Almost like math. Is yeah, that what you mean? Like math. So like mathematical called. equations. So that idea of creation of energy, I mean, is that related to like the Einstein theory in terms of our universe or is it beyond that? Yeah.
1: Okay. So he's showing me like, like we're, thank you, like to manage my energy. Like I wake up like at six o'clock in the morning to go on my Peloton bike on the, on the days that I work, I try to wear myself out. So that way I have no filters coming up when I work. It's easier if I'm a little bit tired or not tired, but my, I process my, I do everything I can to make sure my energy's right oh. for my work. Cause I want to be able to be the most efficient worker for this work. That being said, he's saying over there, um, they're calculating the same, only it's in different, hold on. In different ways. Hold on. Say that again. Oh, it's like a class. It's like a class. So he's doing calculations on like how to move things or how to make people here know that they're up there.
0: Ah, so in in order to communicate, do you lower your frequency to to, uh, speak with us?
1: It depends on who you're talking to.
0: So you adjust it. You need to adjust your frequency.
1: Okay, thank you. That's interesting. They need to adjust it to your awareness. So they're they're always consistent. But if somebody is not aware, then they have to adjust to that awareness that, so that minimal awareness
0: and what would so are you are are you familiar with Luana? obviously so you're familiar with her work here what's your opinion of of these books that we've been working on and and these projects we've been doing there
1: needs to be more
0: <laughs> needs to be more people doing them or i need to do more
1: we both need to be doing more okay yeah, and sure. so a
0: message for the planet, because, you know, people tuning in are like, yeah, yeah, enough about you. What about me? Um, or what do you think of me? So what would your message be in terms of people uh, helping getting their energy to connect with people on their own council? What would it be? How do you how do we adjust to you? Don't think of
1: them as individuals. Don't think of them individually. Like who's the only like we can do that, but there's just saying in the sake of, com, you know, having a conversation with somebody that doesn't, isn't used to this, just think of it as.
0: Your counsel, your guides, your teachers.
1: Yes, like one answer for all of them. Very good. So that way you're not going, okay, who's giving me that? Cause you get. Right, one,
0: where am I getting, getting this from?
1: They're showing right. me, like getting caught up in your head and then and then soon you can't even get in, and you can't even get any information.
0: Very so good. Thank you so there. much. Thank you for conversing with us. Have you ever incarnated on the planet, Mr. E? Where?
1: Only Mars.
0: O- only Mars. Okay. And so people out there who want to like,
1: like a billion years ago. Like
0: a billion years ago. All right. Very good. Why only once? or was it a few times there
1: (laughs) that was enough
0: (laughs) okay okay so Lou I'm gonna
1: ask he's saying that we were on there together for the experiments that were taking place for earth
0: you and Jennifer Lou and Jennifer because Jennifer does have a recollection of being there or you mean you and uh Mr. E oh
1: Mr. E Luana and myself okay cool
0: yeah. Martians, um, very good. Thank you. Um, may I ask for the lead person in the council? Don't look at your don't look at your clock. We're fine. Mm-hmm. I'm looking okay. at your clock. The could the Loana's lead person and her council come through? Whoever the lead counselor is.
1: Hold on. Confucius.
0: Confucius. Well, let's take a look at him. Does he look like a cliche of what an Asian uh, deity would look like? Very good. And sir, may I ask you some questions? Is this allowed?
1: I've heard of Confucius in jokes, but I have not really heard of Confucius.
0: (laughs) I'm sure he appreciates that. Is it all right if we ask you some questions, sir?
1: Yes
0: what's your opinion of what we're doing
1: it's enlightenment in a form of dialogue so he's showing me the any en- the energy that lifts up it brings people's awareness towards more gets them thinking even if they don't believe in it It's, I just saw molecules being taken away from people like just of doubt and fear, like being lifted. So he says, um, hold on. It's a great thing.
0: So Mr. C, if I can ask.
1: you You are having these conversations.
0: Well, thank you. And let me ask, because we have a time limit. Mr. C, did are you the actual person who incarnated on the planet Earth that we know as Confucius or are you just appearing as somebody that we could understand to be that looks like him?
1: Somebody to understand that is like him.
0: Like him, very good. The same kind of frequency and it allows us to sort of okay. g- gather that. And what would you, what is the quality that you represent on Luana's council?
1: Peace. Peace. I Inner peace? Overwhelming. Yes. Because they showed me peace. They wrote out peace and then the heart. So, and yeah. how many
0: councils do you serve on? About like a thousand. Lot.
1: Yeah, a lot. Very Definitely. good. And
0: for people tuning in who think we're a couple of nutballs talking to ourselves about the flip side, what else is new? turn, turn um,
1: off turn off turn it off
0: no no but no this concept this concept of peace it mm-hmm. is something that is healing as we know as people right. have science studies have shown it to be that way so if you could just please give jennifer some images or thoughts about how people can access this feeling for themselves
1: He's saying lay down and start meditating for people that need to slow their mind down. Start meditating and start, hold on. And know that peace will come first, not things coming in your mind. So focus on the peace, the inner peace first and then slowly let the mind go.
0: Focus on peace and let the mind go. Is there any f- specific image people should use to do that?
1: Whatever's peaceful, whether it's the mountains or the snow or the ocean or the sunsets, they're saying whatever you feel, or a loved one, or, you know, it could be Jesus, it could be Mother Mary, it could be Mary Magdalene, it could be, you know, Buddha, it could be Krishna. Um, anything that you believe represents peace.
0: And may I ask you, sir, and people have said this before, but I'm, I'm curious, are you always connected to Luana and all of your subjects, all the people whose councils that you serve on? So how do they, so they can just act, it's almost it's, like-
1: it's, it's, qu- it's an activation. Yeah. It's almost like quantum
0: entanglement, like everything is connected and that when they just focus on peace that it, it's like a channel that they can get an access to you but as the other council members said so eloquently yes,
1: it, just like they do with jesus
0: think of us all as part of that that peaceful thing well before we leave we did mention some one other fellow that might be on this council and I, i'd be remiss I have if to i know you gotta go but mr socrates Yes. Was that the actual Socrates, or was that somebody who looked like Socrates? Someone that looked like Socrates. <laughs> okay, very good. I love that they wear these great costumes. So Lou, thank you so much for taking the time to introduce you to your council. You've never done this before. I've never done this before, um, but I think it's a, a indicative of how anybody can access their council. And Jennifer, thank you for bringing your dad uh, along with us. We always love talking to Jim. And Luana, we really appreciate you, bro. (laughs) And, you know, I'll have to go do some more research about that Sue Lifetime.
1: All right.
0: Love you. Thank you so much. Ciao. I think
1: think she said she was. I think she was the
0: second wife or something like that. Okay. Okay. Bye. you know, story of my life. Love you. We'll see you guys on the flip side.
1: Bye.